0: Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and atom.
1: It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call.
0: I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: With Walker and Roush.
0: War to Wild. Tolerance for literally anything, and if so, seems just slightly self-inflicted here, right? Yeah, now a self-destruct button, push button on the self-destruct. There's no reason to have this, and 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 I have to take a shot. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. T.J. Walker, the cat walker, the cat talker. Oh boy, he did. He 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 tweeted this. Okay, Mac failed to follow university guidelines, policies, and procedures, and me. Didn't have the scoop. The cover-up continues. TJ, I want you to hear this, and I want you to hear it very, very clearly. I'm calling you out. I added you on Twitter just so you can understand, you hypocrite, coward ass. Okay? It's on my website. I'm talking about it on the radio. It's on my Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. I am not rubbing. I don't need my belly rubs from Vince Tyree or Scott Satterfield or... John Perry, you enjoy those belly rubs, T.J. Walker. You, you goat. You sheep. Why don't you go get shaved up, okay? Because the hypocrite cowardice that you all showed on your freaking violent accusations from a football team is disgraceful. And I'm going to talk about what's happened here at the UofL, and you won't talk about any of it. You are a coward. I will out at you and I will say this publicly. You are nothing. You want to talk about this on Twitter? That's no problem. I'm saying this to everyone. The entire city of Louisville that listens to 939 Deville and they will replay it on ESPN 680. You are a hypocrite coward. And there is absolutely zero correlation between what happened here at L and the violent. Cover up acts of your football program. Do you understand that, you piece of garbage? Got it out.
1: That was bizarre. You, you, you feel me? That was, that
0: was
2: bizarre. Yeah. And it really was bizarre. It was super bizarre. And I love it that the, the guy who wrote the most embarrassing piece of literature ever put on the internet, Louisville, man, tells me that I need belly. I am the belly rubber. I'm the belly rubber,
1: hypocrite, coward, ass.
2: Yeah, uh, that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> oh, no, uh, this is Kentucky roll call, folks. Maybe Kentucky Bro, troll call, depending on who you ask. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, here on your wacky Wednesday morning. We appreciate you tuning in. If you are confused, that was one Mark Blankenbaker from 93.9 The Ville on the drive with Mark Ennis having some words to say. About me, Mm -hmm. and did you catch that live? No, this was from Friday. That would have been awesome. And uh, I really, I guess, got under his skin with the the original deputy doofus tweet because he like, he did that. He sent off uh, several other tweets, and really, that's that's when you know that you 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 struck a nerve,
1: and it feels good. I think it's because you're questioning the integrity of his badge.
2: Well, the hilarious part is, I don't one think that they're doing a cover up i'm making fun of him for what he did at U- for uk right right that's the yeah. part that
1: it just like wh- right yeah over his head. he
2: he took it serious that i like yeah you're right he, <laughs> he he thought that like i was legitimately calling out his integrity as a journalist which first off is hilarious again no no as a sheriff well, not as a yeah, journalist yeah you're right about yeah. that come but, on uh, respect the badge it, it it really it really got to him and That was supposedly not playing a bit. That was sincere, supposedly. I had more media member. I people I hadn't talked to in years texting me, just being like, "What was up with that? What is is that serious? Like, was he being serious about that? What did you say to get him so riled up?" Uh, And it was good to hear from a lot of those people and just kind of touch base with them on other things after we started talking about that. But uh, it was. it was bizarre, and it happened on Friday. Thanks to a KRC listener, they were like, did you hear what he said to start at hour three? And I I thought somebody had mentioned something on Friday, but I, I did not know that it was going to be that golden. So, again, thank you to Mark Blankenbaker. That was absolutely hysterical. I just –
1: there's just so much in that that it's like – I I like when people do lose their minds and kind of just go off.
2: I hope media other like as media members reach out to me asking what was going on. I hope people did that to Mark just to be like, "You good?
1: Yeah, everything like, all right at home." It would be one thing if the like that there was nothing to like, this. That's that's the part that I don't. Uh, what were we talking about last week when it's like people who uh, you kind of enjoy going back and forth with? Like that isn't even fun because he just doesn't get the joke. Yes, like well, on the one hand, it is kind of fun.
2: <laughs> it's like when he when he when he does get it then it won't be fun
1: oh right I see. yeah because he'll be self-aware and then yeah yeah, it, yeah his we lack of have
2: self-awareness that. is hilarious and you know who well i talked with one person but whether it was on social media or just messaging but especially on social media nobody at that station like had fun with it or said, "Oh boy, you really got to him." Or I didn't hear that audio, or something like that. They all didn't say anything. It's just
1: like we which should just
2: makes me think that they're like, "Yeah, we just need to not give this attention because this. this is not this yeah. isn't a good look yeah. for for him for the station." Uh, and that's I, I think I would have done a different approach. I would have been like, I would have acknowledged it and just been like, "Wow, that was kind of weird." Hell yeah. Like, but it's good stuff. Made a made a Tuesday somewhat. Memorable for, for interesting and reasons. On, and if you, get shaved
1: up. If you all just heard it for the first time and you didn't get to, to watch the video that Terry made, the B-roll <laughs> and video that you have to that on... Cameo
2: by Nick Roush. Oh.
1: Did you, did you not see it? I mean, I was watching most of the, I, oh, I, I didn't
3: see Roush either. I yeah. watched
2: almost the whole thing. You
1: texted during it. So oh, your gotcha. just yeah. name
2: pops up. It just says Nick Roush at the top, and then it goes uh, away.
1: But, uh, yeah, the... Uh, the video is pretty funny, so he tweeted that out. Did you put it on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group too. I did not.
2: Uh, maybe we can put that on. Yeah, there we can as put well, that. Very hot comedy. Yeah. Now, now going back, I think I could have made the video even a little better. I just did that on a screen recording, so like I had those tabs pulled up. Obviously, I knew I was gonna, you know, I'd set it up. I had those tabs pulled up and just. Uh, the switching the tabs during you can see everything that I'm doing during it that's just me with my fingers doing it uh but yeah that was a, a a good time and on the one hand it's like mark you do probably need to take a little bit of a step back but on the other hand that was hilarious like that was funny mm-hmm. for probably not the right reasons but I was <laughs> I was entertained by it and uh we do have a lot to get to today besides that but I know everybody wanted to To hear that audio one more time, I know I did. So
1: did we get Trevor on our side? Yeah, I, Trevor I, was big team TJ. All right, good.
2: Mike Rutherford brought it up yesterday, and he yeah. said that he was kind of conflicted by it. Which he did come around and eventually say, "Listen, I'm a big X man now, <laughs> bigger x Xier. <laughs> He's a bigger. Yep, we're we've been the the biggest and the Xiest that we've ever been. But I <sighs> took him took him maybe a little too long to kind of get there. For being honest. <laughs>
1: I just also, I, I missed all of the show, but I got bits and pieces. And the part that uh, really amused me was that somehow Trevor had not heard of the Bishop Sycamore thing. And honestly, that's all that was on the internet. And the memes, like, that's right up Trevor's alley. But, you know, the big guy, he's just the big guy. You never know what he's going to be missing out on. It, it, it could be everything.
2: My I, I can under I can see that Mike is, like, really confused with, like, what do you do?
1: Because <laughs> if you're sitting around all day, you would you would stumble across these names sure, yeah. and be like, like, "What is Bishop Sycamore?" You
2: have do you not go to a website? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let alone Twitter. And people can be like, "I don't get on social media much." But did you like? Do you have a TV on a sports channel, or do you go to a sports website? Because <laughs> I mean, if the answer to that question is yes, how did you not see this? And then Mike brought it up, but it's true that like. Then Trevor will
1: just know the
2: like seventy-six Blue Jays.
1: <laughs> so just throwing out different references to Michigan State players from the 80s. Come on.
2: Yeah. He's we we hello uh, the big guy. It's always great guy. to hear from him. Uh I speaking of U of L, can I tell you something? Yeah. We got a lot to get to on today's show. Again, Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio, Roll TJ Walker, call? Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. I'm starting to get I need you. To talk me out of
1: this, okay.
2: All the money's going on. all Miss, the spread keeps going up and up, yeah. Makes total sense to me,
1: yeah. Don't. A little too
2: much sense to me,
1: yeah. D- no, 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 no.
2: Uh, this, we, how many times do we see this where like all the money, well, he, all the common sense is so, on one, and then boom, Vegas so comes he, out here like a
1: is something you've got to remember. I'm like that in most instances. But, like, the Lions moved three and a half points. It's not like the Texas-Louisiana-Lafayette game where the Lions moved eight. You know, like, you you get some crazy line movements early on. Uh, So, you know, don't completely freak out. I mean, TJ, public money has been on Louisville quite a while. How much money did the public make on Louisville in 2018? All of it. This happens. We're just going. uh, Life's coming full circle. Time is a flat circle. This is another year where all of the publics going to make their money on the Louisville again. Against Louisville. And we also like, no, no, on betting. Oh, I got Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But hey, they just have to lose by eight. They don't have to lose by 10. We got it early because somebody here has some good gambling line awareness.
3: For what it's worth, TJ, I would bet, what's it, up to 10 and a half or 10? Just I, 10. One
2: play, I thought one place had it 11. I so would maybe, take it. Yeah. I would take
3: it 11, no questions asked.
2: I still do believe that Ole Miss will be able to score on them. At will each and every possession.
3: Who's gonna score for Louisville is the thing?
2: The issue and it's not so much that, Justin, as like Ole Miss's defense was really, really bad last year. Really bad. And you never know, like if there there was some games where old Miss's quarterback, Corral. It's not Coral, right?
1: Yeah, Corral. He's good. It's
2: not like a Corral Reef. There uh, there's a couple games, and uh, he's probably the best quarterback in the SEC. But there was a couple games he had like three or four picks in them. He can turn it over. What if one of those is a pick six where it's just kind of lucky for U of L's defense? And Another pick six. I am, uh, I am first time I've been concerned about this game just because well, it, it's starting to kind of seem a little too good to be true here, and right. everybody's starting to you, realize. You
1: know that. what your problem is, Terry we've gotten to the point where we've waited so many days for football to happen that your brain can't handle the, like you, you just go back and forth because we've been waiting for these football games to happen for so long. Uh, analysis paralysis, right? Right. That's what's happening right now. It was the same thing. Like, uh, uh, Kalen Harris liked a guy. He's like, I can't believe that everybody's talking about basketball during game week. And it's like, we've talked about football every day for 30 days. Like, uh, I we gotta gotta like you know change it up a little bit here and there keep yourself on your toes there was a lot of basketball stuff going on on Monday so like yeah if we if we keep talking football we will psych ourselves out don't don't TJ your gut was right initially okay I know it's turning over a little bit, but that's just because it's thirsty for those labor day weekend beers
3: and if your gut's not right that's sports betting and you probably shouldn't bet more than you're willing to lose
2: oh Justin suck it, buddy. And if I you have a, a problem I don't need a, don't need a lesson here. <laughs> if you have
3: a problem, visit the gambling <laughs> hotline.
1: Oh, you said uh, Corral can throw three or four picks. He had a game with five think, yeah, and six yeah. interceptions last year. Six? But only wow. but Okay. So he had those two games and then didn't throw an interception in one, two, three, four, five others. So like he's just a wild
2: card. Oh, a little gunslinger yeah, too, yeah, huh? Yeah. Little yeah.
1: Brett Farr. Once once it gets once it gets loose, he's liable to throw seventeen. So as long as he doesn't throw a first quarter one.
2: Brett Favre, Southern Miss, Corral, Ole Miss.
1: It's in Mississippi.
2: Brett Favre. <laughs> Point and case. Yeah, and and I my Louisville friends, Justin, they'll bring. I'll bring this up to them where it's like, all right, I get it. You got Malik Mikhail Cunningham, a proven quarterback that certainly isn't like. There's a reason why people aren't talking about him a ton. He has done some good. He has done some really bad, but. He at least has experience. You feel solid about that. I asked them, who else? (laughs) Are you all going to have a running back that you feel great about? Is there a wide receiver? Is Jordan Watkins really ready to step up and be that number one receiver on a Power 5 football conference team? They don't really confidently answer. They – optimistically think, well, he's had a good, he had a good spring and they've been raving about him this fall and blah, 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 or this summer, I guess. But they, they'll mention a few guys, but you can tell that there's not somebody, like I, Kentucky's got Chris Rodriguez. I I know that he's going to fall forward for four and a half yards every time that re- realistically that he wants it. Kentucky has Wandale Robinson, who was one of the better, better and more explosive players in the big 10. Josh Ali, proven receiver again, limited capabilities at quarterback position I know Kentucky's got guys. No, not don't... to mention
3: a massive offensive line too.
2: Yeah, and one of the yeah one of the best offensive lines in the country. And here's I will give I will say this about U as they uh, start their season next Monday against Ole Miss in the Chick fil A game. I will say this: they do have more depth on the offensive line, Roush. Like I'm recognizing names now, and they're too deep. That's like, oh, okay, I remember him as a recruiter. or uh, the transfer from Virginia Tech as well. And it's I still don't think it's the most talented offensive line, but you're not going to be bringing in some scrub if somebody goes down because that's just what happens in football. Their offensive line should be a little bit better because it's a little bit deeper, but I still I would be really worried about playmakers. And there was times that defense looked solid last year. There was times that defense looked really, really bad. And they did lose some some important pieces
1: on that defense. So no, the, no, they're they're no, no, top they're top twenty five defense, they're, Terry. They're so optimistic Scott that their defense. said it once. That's so
2: weird that they're so optimistic their defense is going to be really good. And here's the thing: it's not going to look very I good mean, at if, all on Monday. You, and it could be it, that could break them.
1: And and that's the fingers uh, crossed. Like it, I don't care what your defense is. Kentucky's defense was the best pass defense in the SEC last year, and they gave up what forty two points to Ole Miss. Hey. 35 in regulation. Okay, but, like, still, though, you know what I mean? Like, they're good. Oh, yeah. It, and, it, was, and it also, was wild. And also, Kentucky has four-star recruits, like, talented athletes on their defense. Who Who's Louisville have? Like, Juco transfers? I mean, from a pure recruiting ranking perspective, I know we get into semantics. Well, All in all, those stars translate pretty well. And I don't think Louisville has the recruiting firepower on that defense. I I just don't think they do.
2: They've got a couple of nice players: uh, Monty Montgomery, C.J. Avery.
1: Yeah, C.J. Avery, pretty good. They, but they, you but can't.
2: It's like yeah. Kentucky also had Bud Dupree and Cedarius Smith on what wasn't a great defense.
1: Exactly. Like you need to to be a good. It takes eleven, you know, mm-hmm. and you need to have at least six or seven of the. And and that's you know your 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 big point overall. Terry is like. It doesn't – that defense isn't going to matter against all Miss. They're going to do what they want for the most part, and Wovil has to be able to keep up with them. Wovil doesn't have their playmakers anymore. Des Fitzpatrick, who the Titans traded up to go get a couple picks. They cut him yesterday. Did Hawkins end up staying with the team, or did he get cut with by the Rams? Cut. So he's going to be in a – a bad day for UVL
0: guys for the most part. It's a great day
1: for UK guys. I think A.J. Rose uh, was the only – Which that one, stopped. it's like, man – he did everything you could have asked, and they still kept Amir Abdullah instead of him. Um, so Rose got cut. Uh, Boogie Watson was the only other cut. And I think he might have even been, like, I think that was kind of known that that was going to happen. But Landon Young made the squad. Uh, Brandon Echols, of course. Uh, Boss Man Fat. I mean, every every other Wildcat made their spot. Stenberg. So uh, well well done by the the Cats in the NFL. Great day for those guys. Quentin yeah. Bohanna.
2: Gosh, Des
1: Patrick for of L. Phil Hoskins, seventh-round pick, making the 53-man roster. I was happy to see that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, awesome.
2: And that stuff is good for recruiting, whether or not these guys end up sticking long-term or not. But just to have – Right. Uh, to be able well, to, to just a, say, hey, these guys made the team. They're drafted, I mean, made the team. Making the drafted, team, made the team.
1: If you just stay on the team for a season, that's how much money? <laughs> you know, like you get paid game checks week to week. That's a lot of money that you're just – Okay, well, I've got a bag secured at least for you know a few weeks before I could be potentially moved around, but that's that's got to be such a relief, such a relief. Yeah,
2: I- I'm very excited for football. I'm very excited for gambling. Have we figured out what we're going to do for the PT's Picks of the Week?
1: Uh, I don't think we should do uh, the Eliminator like we did last year because then it just kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Maybe don't get eliminated. Yeah, but, like, it's also not as, like, we just quit picking teams when it got down to you and Luckett because Luckett was beating you.
2: That's not true. Yeah. He was very, he, We if we would if we would have followed through with the Bull Picks, I could have beaten him.
1: You could have. He was within striking distance. But reasons. for some reason, yeah, we was, just quit doing that. I don't I don't know where that came from. Well,
2: we didn't keep up with the Bull Picks. Christmas, the holidays, all that happened. We missed a Friday show or two. We didn't hear from Luckett. It, it blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Started riding for the Clemson site. You know how it goes.
1: Oh. Yeah. Just your normal holiday so. Your normal excuses.
2: Yeah, what excuses? Yeah, yeah. Not excuses. We It, it was legitimate. It was legitimate.
1: We should just classic three games, lock, two block of the week. Keep it simple.
2: I I do agree with the three games. But on the flip side, if somebody's, like, behind 15 points, who cares about their that's picks? That's not going to
1: happen. That's not going to happen. though. It, you bad at gam-
2: you're bad at gambling. Buddy. And – Let's let's College football football's his
3: forte after horses.
2: N- well, he's got a bad forte then. <laughs> bad Matt Forte. Let's go to a break because we all need to really be ready to bully Roush on his horrible, horrible season yeah, predictions. Yeah, bring it on. you got a lot of explaining bring to do, it, it on. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. <laughs> Going to get doofus to
0: rescue. She didn't care, but anyway. Say, I told her we'd still be friends and she did
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. And what exactly are your demands? We need more lemon pledge. With Walker and Roush. We're not responsible for that. You should just bring it from your own home. No.
2: Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Export Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalin here on your Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's... Having a great start to their day. A lot to get to on today's show. And before we start to bully Nick Roush, I want to remind you that Genesis Diamonds has watches that you can't refuse to pass on. I mean,
1: just jewelry's so good, it'll bully you into making great decisions.
2: It, y- yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Like, you're going to pop out a ring and your wife or your ladies going to be, wow, I can't say no to this.
2: You really can't. You can't. They have luxury pre-owned Rolexes, a spectacular collection. You can get the Submariners, Hulks, Daytonas, Batmans, and so many others at Genesis Diamonds. The buyers went all over the country selecting only the best Rolexes to put into their collection, and now it's right off Shelbyville Road, inside Genesis Diamonds, and you need to go check them out because they're not going... You will not find better prices. They won't be beaten on prices. Uh, Yes, you know Genesis for their amazing diamonds and jewelry, but they've got amazing Swiss timepieces. Go to Genesis tell them the KRC boy sent you and you get a free
1: beverage oh you know what we overlooked TJ what's that August is over we did it suck it August worst month ever worst month not even close I don't know
2: if I'd say worst
1: yeah I'm gonna say worst
2: <laughs> I know
1: I think we have this discussion but like even February has its redeeming moments no the, yeah
2: it, August is worse yeah but I, 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 I'm I anti-summer. Everybody knows that.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since it turned September 1st, uh, high school juniors, they're getting blown up by coaches now. Coaches can now reach out directly instead oh, of no. having the players reach out.
2: Sounds violent.
1: Yep. Well,
2: Very. that's good. I hope Kentucky gets all the five stars.
1: Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. All right, so about this bullying. <laughs> Let's put the shoe on the other foot, Terry. Call me an idiot.
0: You
2: coward ass. You need to shave up. Dude, Kentucky's not losing to Tennessee.
1: I hope I hope so.
2: Why would you predict that? Why would you think that like when going through the schedule, oh yeah, that's gonna be a loss for Kentucky? That's So here You know I care about you, that's dumb though, objectively.
1: No, no. So here's why it's not dumb. Here's no, why it's not no. done. and
2: if you come back with like uh, then if we no. win then I did this.
1: No, 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 no. I, like I I totally unlike everybody else out there, I don't give a damn about these preseason predictions.
2: One so <laughs> Nobody other. does.
1: Yeah. No, no. Doesn't I'm,
2: mean you need to be silly with them.
1: Well, what it is is I don't want to be hurt in Tennessee and Mississippi state. The one of those games is gonna hurt us. Shame on so you. I'm covering my bases. You're almost thirty years old. So no, who's your dingus this mindset? Is,
2: this isn't like the Polar Express, you gotta believe.
1: No, they're they're gonna hurt us. And it's gonna be bad. Kentucky hasn't won in Mississippi State since two thousand eight.
2: All right, I'll give you seven points in that Tennessee game today. Tennessee. And I'll take I will take Kentucky well, giving seven today if you feel so confidently that Tennessee will beat Kentucky.
1: No, I don't. But they're going to win one game they shouldn't this year. And that's why I'm actually probably going to be cheering for Tennessee when they play good, like, good teams because they're going to win a dumb game why? that they shouldn't. Why? They suck. They because lost a huge chunk, chunk of their- No,
2: no, this is not your daddy's no, Tennessee. I know,
1: but I'm saying – that I know they don't have any players, but their style of play, they're just going to get hot one game. And for whatever reason, that tempo's going to work. Just things are going to click for that offense. Josh Heupel – is not going to be a good coach there. He might not even be there three years. More like Josh Buttweiser. But he is going to win a stupid game that he shouldn't. Just like Tennessee won a stupid game they shouldn't in 2018. Now, granted, that game was in Knoxville.
2: This game at the Krogue. You're right. I, I, I just don't know. Again, the Mississippi State and Tennessee games last year, Kentucky absolutely dominated and did not play offense. Yeah, it was great. Did not play offense. It's, so imagine so if fun. Kentucky actually plays a little bit of offense this year, and you could say, well, they're probably not going to get another pick six, right. another pick six, and that's probably true, but Kentucky is more talented and better than both Mississippi State and Tennessee. The Tennessee pick was completely outlandish, but the fact that nine out of 11
1: pick Mississippi, picked okay. Mississippi State makes is sense. also really
2: embarrassing. No, it makes it's sense. It's totally embarrassing. Kentucky, Who's gonna... Kentucky should win in Starkville. But they
1: should, but here's the thing. When I look big picture on these predictions, okay, I am not willing, and I never will be willing to Daryl Bird this thing. Even though that Kentucky, Daryl be-
2: Bird is closer to being right than you are saying Tennessee is going to beat Kentucky.
1: In well, way- no, no, but I had
2: a Daryl Bird take today. Okay, by
1: the way. here, here my, but my overall thought is is I don't think Kentucky is a best team ever team this year. I just don't know. I don't think they have. Game changing, t- like like Will Levis has to be very good to get them to that, and I'm not willing to make that bet. So I am doing, I'm going off history, and based off history, Kentucky's going to win some games they shouldn't, they're going to lose some games they shouldn't.
2: So you just threw a dart to see which ones they would lose that they shouldn't. Kentucky picking pick the ones more, that
1: hurt me the most. I hate Mississippi State and Tennessee more than any, so those are the losses I picked.
2: Kentucky would be, I think, far more likely to lose to U of L than Tennessee.
1: I'd, I'd think Scott Satterfield's not going to be the coach then. So, like, I, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I think both I teams think are so. going to not be that good. I think yeah, I've they're been not, pretty South clear Carolina, about that. they're going to be a disaster. I thought it was hilarious why, hearing Louisville fans try to compute how a grad assistant, a coach is going to be. And, like, people just don't understand that, like, COVID waivers exist out there. So, like, this kid, like. Obviously can play because of the COVID waiver. He can have another year of eligibility. But he was terrible at the FCS level last year, and he's gonna be their south their starting quarterback week one. They're gonna be a disaster going to be a lot of disasters out there.
2: That's great. Uh, need Kentucky to win that game. And, and honestly,
1: uh the Vanderbilt game probably a better chance at a loss than the Tennessee one, but Tennessee just like it hurts me more. Yeah, so. again,
2: that's not what you should be doing for your official KSR predictions. Yeah, but in, I don't that's going what I do. into your fields like a no, like a I'm child. Doing. Justin, what were you going to say?
3: I was just going to ask who's expected to have the better season between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ole Miss, Ole Miss okay. by yeah,
2: far. Yeah. They've got the best quarterback in the SEC. Okay. That yeah. that means a lot. I mean, if Kentucky had the best quarterback in the SEC, you better do something with it. Same with Ole Miss and the lane train. The West is pretty tough, so I think their fans are keeping expectations in check. I'm guessing they're. Over-under on win totals, probably like around eight. Maybe give me a half game one way or another. But yeah, uh, uh, Mississippi State doesn't have a lot of great reason for optimism as far as I know. I haven't read anything that would get that have me thinking that their fans are, are all that excited about this upcoming year. Wacky Idea Wednesday, we have a Show sure. Us Your Bird segment, and it's Daryl Bird. And we all just say something really optimistic about like something that's going on in our lives or something in sports, and Dude, it's our show a, us show us your gra- bird.
1: This is this might be the only Wednesday idea that we can actually keep up with. <laughs> yeah, because this this is something we should do.
2: And to show you my bird for today, I I ooh boy, Daryl Bird is a lot closer to predicting Kentucky's schedule correctly than several KSR riders. And we gave Daryl a pretty tough – people gave Daryl a little bit of a tough time for it. But I, I'm sorry, if you break down the schedule, and as we get closer and closer to the season – and, Roush, we do this every late summer. You add one win. like You you, you're, you, can be optimistic mm-hmm. as much as you want, or you can be super pessimistic. But the the later in summer you get, you always add an extra win. The L fans are doing it right now, and I guess maybe hand up. I'm guilty of it as well. But – just stick with me for one second here. So, let, so
1: you're going to do your prediction. Let me do now. my
2: KSR alumni prediction here. Okay. ULM is an easy win. Missouri, I am I am worried about that game much more than other ones we've discussed today, but I think Kentucky should win that game. I think that, they're going to be so
1: fired up that to punch them in the mouth. Dangerous. Only Jack picked them to lose it because I think in our minds, we don't want to think of a world where Kentucky doesn't win that game.
2: That's I think there's some truth to that. I'm I, that confidence level I'd say is like a six or a seven compared to where I'm more confident in some other ones. Chattanooga's a win. At South Carolina's a win. Even if you even if you say Kentucky's gonna lose to the more talented teams on their schedule, Florida, LSU, and Georgia, because they do have better recruits than Kentucky, although that gap is a lot closer than it had been, and I'm happy about that, and you gotta keep you gotta keep moving towards that. But even if you think they're going to lose those three games and assuming that they beat the teams they're more talented than them, that's still 9-3, and three, which is two games off the Daryl Bird prediction. But they're going to get at least one of the Florida-LSU games. They will. They're just – it'll be too good of atmospheres. They will get one of those two games. They'll lose at Georgia. And there's a good chance they could get both of Florida and LSU. Why not? If you, I think Kentucky will beat LSU. I think it's just that Florida game – is going to be a, a tough one for
1: Kentucky but that's your snake bit game whereas I'm just like throwing darts at bad Tennessee team
2: yeah well it's one florida's more talented Two, sure kentucky hasn't beaten florida at home in forever they've only beaten them once in 30 whatever years anyway so mm-hmm. it's like it it's still a pretty lopsided rivalry even though the games have gotten closer kentucky has had their chances and i and i i will go into that game if it was Saturday, I'd be like, you know what, Kentucky should have a fifty-fifty chance to win this one. And I'm sure when I get to October second, and I'm thinking Kentucky should be should be undefeated at that point, four and zero. I'm only going to be more optimistic going in that game. Point is, I could see Kentucky taking care of business at home against Florida and LSU, and this thing really turning into like a huge dream season, top ten team. We're all just going absolutely wild. Yeah, we
1: can see that. But now, what do you what do you what do you call it? Shoot I, I, I'll say they. I will say they beat Florida and LSU. So six and zero start. Yes, they'll lose.
2: They'll lose at Georgia. They will. I,
1: and then bye week. And I'll, then I'll, what? Yeah, you know what? what? I'll, I'll say you're I'll, gonna go eleven one. I'll go eleven.
2: Yeah, show your bird. Oh wow, Terry's I would. I, his I bird. would say I, again, breaking it down, anything less than like ten and two, you're probably. Somewhere dropping a game that maybe you shouldn't. And again, there's three teams that are more talented than Kentucky this season Florida, LSU, and Georgia. So if, but two of those are at home, you got to at least win one of them because the talent gap ain't that big. Got to win one of them. So even then, 10 and 2, and that is ignoring just a stinker, which Kentucky football history, Roush, you are right to say that that is to say that there should be a stinker. But it would have to be awfully stinky, with the exception of Missouri. It's
1: pretty crazy that like a like, nine-win season is is not bullish.
2: And that's why I was kind of saying that before last season is because I thought this schedule set up pretty nicely. You, Kentucky, if we want to be the program that we want to be, you you need to find a way to win on the road against a really bad South Carolina team and against an average Mississippi State team. That's the game previously Mark Soups would lose, that Mississippi State game. Kentucky's a lot more talented, though. This is different than past years going down to Starkville. And then Let me see. I, I have no doubt Kentucky will beat Louisville. I have no doubt Kentucky will beat Vanderbilt. That could be like a sleepy game. They win 17-7 to or something stupid that's really horrible to watch because that just seems like what it is when it's Kentucky versus Vanderbilt. But I, I think there are four games Kentucky can lose. And I really think that's it. So there's there's my bird.
1: So I think Stoops has only won three games off of bye week in nine years. I think. That's part of my reason, too.
2: Yeah, but uh, you need to know. I need to know who those opponents are.
1: It's usually Mississippi State. It's, it's right around this oh, time.
2: Oh, it's different than Mississippi State. I, it's different from time remember to time. Remember the
1: Vanderbilt game that Kentucky won? This was, uh, I think this article was published. But, yeah, this was before the Vanderbilt game. So, they at least picked up that win, but that was the Vanderbilt game. Was that the one at the Krogs? 14-7, just the yeah. worst, probably the worst game of football. Like, yeah, one of the ugliest wins ever. Yeah.
2: The, that, I, I can't remember last time Kentucky and Vanderbilt had, like, a fun To watch football game.
1: Yeah, I think the one where they were down at Vandy and Bowden was as a true freshman fumbled it like twenty yards down the field, and Charles Walker jumped on it. That was kind of fun. Ended up beating the crap out of him, but that I I have like my reasons. They don't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm not. I'm I like to. I think
2: we're just scared to be like super optimistic. Yeah, yeah, no, and
1: especially like I will do the exact opposite with Kentucky basketball. It it, (laughs) in but football. I have to physically like. I think Kentucky can win every single game out there, but I'm not going to put that in writing.
2: They, they, they I can't they, put it in writing. They, it's bad. You all don't want me to put it in writing. Either. Now we can cross y'all our do fingers. Do not want
1: me to put that in writing. Fade Roush.
2: We, we can put it. We can cross our fingers and hope for like another monsoon at Georgia and just hope that it's so ugly you got a chance. But I, I would be hey, floored if Kentucky going, won at Georgia. We're gonna learn a lot about Georgia against Clemson this week, especially coming off two games of. Florida, LSU. Really coming off, you know, the whole the whole shebang. No stops up until that Georgia game. Then you finally get a break. And I do like that you get that break from Mississippi State because think about that. You go Florida, LSU, Georgia, back to back weeks, you're gonna be exhausted, you're gonna oh, be yeah. banged up, you're gonna be bruised. The one the one thing you're that, right, they don't have they they normally aren't great, but it's also an SEC schedule.
1: It is kind of funny to see all of the uh stuff like laid out how we do it just because like like Matt had four wins, four losses, four wins. That's not football. Doesn't work that way. Like it's just I can't. There's got. There's there's too much. College football is too dumb of a sport to make that much sense. And that's why my picks really don't make that much sense either. Like Kentucky's not going to have a three game losing streak and then bounce back. Like, it just. It's a little too hinky. You know? That'll
2: be horrible if Kentucky goes all of October without a win.
1: Yeah, like it'll be
2: bad. Like it won't be fun. Radio will will put a damper on the Halloween party. A lot of people are asking. So, my birthday's in October. Yeah, see, we can't. Justin's birthday's in October. We we can't we can't do that.
3: No, I was just making an argument that it would still be great. No, oh, suck it, buddy. No. My birthday's in October.
2: Mm. When's your birthday? We're gonna be forty.
3: Smack dab in the middle, 15. You be forty? Ooh. Thirty-two.
2: Middle would be 15 and a half.
3: Well, wow. I was I was okay. I'll do you one better. I was born. Were you at, born at noon? I was born at one thirty six p.m. So I don't know, that's pretty good. Pretty pretty technically, now. yeah, it's we'll, close.
2: We'll give it to you. Uh, all right, all right. So you got a nice TJ? little Friday birthday. That's right. Come we on. Should, we should hit the links. I'll Come on,
1: baby. <laughs> have you bring uh, the baby? Have you walked into <laughs> stores? 11, Eleven day old baby, <laughs> and just been like, oh, Halloween stuff. Yeah,
2: I'm, I I haven't seen it yet.
1: I. uh... <laughs> I actually had friends who were at Railbird over the weekend and went to a Cracker Barrel and, like, got some for their kid, and they left it had me go pick it up for them. And they have Christmas and Halloween stuff up at the same time. Wow. Which is really just kind of like, huh?
2: I- I'm going to probably decorate for Halloween much earlier this year. Well, you need to. Because, you, you know, coming. things are yeah. going to get pretty crazy at the end of this month and the beginning of the next month. So, yeah, well, Which, uh, man,
1: I'm glad that we came in with somebody calling you an ass on the radio because I needed to wake up. A baby last night just was like Crazy? Oh, you wanna you wanna sleep? T- <laughs> Let me just knock my head in your Adam's apple. Mm. He was he was not having it.
2: Isn't mm. he old enough to be like, Hey, you need to go to bed,
1: buddy? Yeah, and he <laughs> went to bed and then he woke up at three and we were lazy, so we're just like, just come downstairs instead of like making him go mm. back to sleep. Yeah. So, typically, he would just come down and fall asleep in our bed. But, no, he's just like, I'm going to roll over. I'm going to try to climb out of bed. I'm going to just fight you for, like, an hour. I Who knows how long it was. I was too afraid to clear my throat to, like, even like to even clear my throat because it might wake him up. No, I don't even want to turn over and look at my cock.
2: Could T- you, like, put him in the car and drive him around, like the commercials say? It's
1: true. Um, he would probably just be a real – like. That, that's the part where it's like, how much effort do I want to put into this?
2: Well, yeah, then at that point, you're up.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, I can at least fight him some in bed and be half awake and then, like, hoping – because he was eventually going to fall back asleep.
2: It'd be cool to know if you just had, like, all right, I know if we go on a little car ride, he'll fall asleep. So even though that's a big rigmarole for me, it'd be worth it in the long run to just get this over with, be done with it. But I
1: guess the, the, it's not that simple. It does work most of the time, though. It's a like high success rate if you can get that to happen. I just wish my kid would sleep like his mother. He <laughs> sleeps like me. <laughs> like she can sleep through a freaking hurricane. He wakes up. God knows why. Just come on. Yeah, why like didn't he get Bad news that? for me because yeah. that's
2: the same with me. I'm a light sleeper. Wife, heavy sleeper. Yeah. So
1: just hope baby has her sleeping habits.
2: I'll be I think mostly okay with it. The issue will be Man. the first one, the you know the first several months where like You're just I I'm yeah. of no use to you baby. I know what you want and right. I'm not it's not me. Yep. So what am I doing here? One of my what am I say you do?
3: Here? One of my best friends just had a baby a couple uh, about a month ago actually and he says his sleep schedule has not changed not one bit and it's kind of a similar nice. thought process like i i have nothing to offer for this
1: child yeah, like so i don't have what the kid well, wants. well the thing you, i eventually started helping out some Cause like the women they do they gotta they gotta drain those no matter yeah. what so but there would be times where she would be like can you just feed him so i can get this over with quicker and you know i'd well, give him a bottle when well, you know. i told him
3: before the baby came i was like you don't have to wake up with her every time but try to wake up like once out of every five times.
1: Yeah. yeah. With your wife. So, your sport. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh man, I love how we went down this path just really quickly. Baby talk. Uh, I will say, Liam Cohen looks like he hadn't slept much. Man, the, the his eyes just had the. I had a baby right before my first week as an SEC offensive co- coordinator. <laughs> uh,
2: we tried to get a coach on this week, and uh, I don't know if it's going to happen just because oh. haven't heard back. We'll make it happen. It'd it'd be cool if we did. We'll make it happen tomorrow. But one question I would I I would want asked speaking of Liam Cohen here, like I want to know. I, I need I need them to be kind of put on the spot with this question. I don't I I it, it could be any coach. It wouldn't even have to be Liam Cohen necessarily. You maybe wanted somebody on the offensive side of the ball, or, or you know Vince would. I'd love to hear what Vince had to say about this as well. But be like so. How do you think Liam's going to, and I'd ask this to Liam specifically, but how do you think Liam's going to respond to the Mark Stoops freakout? Because you know it's going to happen. You know at some point during a game the offense is going to stall, something silly is going to happen, there's going to be something stupid that happens, and Mark Stoops is going to lose as you-know-what. Because it happens every season. Mm -hmm. How will the young, wide-eyed Liam Cohen respond to that? Because you know how we don't want him to respond to it and you know what that could do for radio that could be storylines for the rest of the season it could divide a locker room potentially i i want to know what their chemistry is like
1: i would say that the first thing that vince would say is that marks mellowed out some which i think is true in certain settings now on the sideline i don't know yeah um, you're
2: you're always a little settled down till you're not
1: but but i always like Sean McVay is not a guy, like, I bet he could chew you up and spit you out, too. You know what I mean? Like I, I know it's different. I haven't different.
2: watched enough of him, but I, I don't know. I don't know if he's, like, notorious known to he be. He seems tough. nice.
1: He seems yeah. nice, but, like, have you seen him? Sc- he does the thing with he hides his cussing under the play card and but just, that's, like, Stoops yeah! doesn't, doesn't
2: hide anything, you yeah. know? He, he He's not gotten in gotten people's faces, but he has, he has chewed people out, coaches out.
1: I think Cohen is young enough and cocky enough and confident enough To just do what he thinks best. I think he is of the ilk that my boss is telling me to do something. Well, I'm going to do this anyway. Because I I think that's what's best. I don't
2: know if that's a good thing either, necessarily.
1: I do. You do? Did you hear Max's story yesterday? I mean, he did the same thing with Stoops. Stoops was like, kick a ball, high to the right. And he kicked a low line drive to the left. It went 53 yards. And Stoops was like, just what I told you. Great job, buddy. Like, sometimes you got to do that.
2: That, that makes that. I don't like hearing more of those stories. I want less of those stories. I want to know that if Stoops says to do something that ideally the people listen to him and it's the right thing to do at the end of the day, hopefully yeah, the you ends know, justify the means. But, but you, know you get what I'm goes, saying? Like, yeah, I know how it goes. But you also don't but want to like, think, oh, yeah, we never listen to that. But like whole. Eddie
1: and Mark were such boys that like I do think that Mark respected him to a certain degree, but also think Eddie was ultimately going to do whatever the hell Mark said. You know what I mean?
2: But that's what I'd want answered from a coach: is that like, uh, yeah, you know, ultimately this is Mark Stoops' team, so what he says goes. Or no, he, he, you know, when he brought me on, he says it's my offense. If he's upset about something, I'll take that in it. But at the end of the day, this is
1: this is our this is my baby. I also think that Stoops, in general, he knows that he's going to be getting out of his comfort zone, but I think he realizes we need to, like, we have to. I have to give the offense a little more patience. And how much rope is that? I don't know, but, like, it ne- it needs to be able to happen in that Missouri game. You know what I mean? Where, like, if things go wrong, that Stoops isn't just ready to clamp down. I also think, too, that all of the, like, Stoops is telling Eddie what to do is... We got that one video, and everybody takes that, that, that from that Vanderbilt game in 2018. And people take that as gospel. I think Eddie was... Just as conservative, too, like in his nature. You know, I I think that was partially part of it. And hey, if we've got a good line. Let's just run it right down their throats.
2: Oh, another quote I saw the other day I wanted to ask you about, just now thinking about it. They said it's going to be more outside stuff with the running schemes. Yeah. Any reason to worry about that? Or, oh, you know, getting... I, I'd think of like Chris Rodriguez as an up the middle kind of guy.
1: So here is the thing that I, I need to warn everybody oh about the outside zone. Oh, boy. So, it's much better to create big plays because you're essentially stretching the defense out side to side before finding running lanes. And then you cut back and you just get upfield. Suits Chris Rodriguez pretty well. It also sets up the play action well so you can get big plays off of it. The problem is, is when you go side to side, sometimes they can just run a blitz right through. Like They, they, the they, de- they can guess right. Yeah, they can guess right. Or get lucky. Exactly, and so you're much more susceptible for tackles for loss. So it's a little bit more boom or bust. Where previously Kentucky
2: was like four yards, four yards first down, four yards, four yards first down, and they just drain.
0: See, but I liked
2: that. I I, I got used to that.
1: Yeah, but I do think the the big plays are going to be a little bit more fun, you know. And I
2: I oh sure, people yeah, of course they say offense sells tickets. I just I, I think winning sells tickets more than anything else. But all right, that was a good analysis of it and that, that makes
1: sense to me. The uh, love this quote from Chris Rodriguez too. He was asked about his goals. And you know, he, he's got them on a sheet, he's got him listed out every morning. He wakes up, brushes teeth, sees his goals hanging up right next to his bathroom mirror. He says, You know, I want to do break records, all of this. I want to be the best running back in the SEC. But the part that like we've we've heard Benny Snell say that plenty of times before. But Chris Rodriguez, he goes one step farther. He goes, I Averaged six yards of carry last year. Let's get ten this year. I know that's a big goal, but don't we all chase perfection without being able to reach it? That is just I love it. Philosophizer it right there.
2: It really is.
1: And and the 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 great quote and run you over and then tell you Socrates. Th- this one was uh you know, I trimmed off the fat at the beginning of it because he was like, you know, it's like, like uh, Levis broke down the team seven on seven, like air, like he used some airplane reference, air raid or something like that. And afterwards, he was, he's talking to Will, and he's like, you know, every time I I, I every time I go to the airport in Atlanta, I got to take a train to get to the plane. So if you've been to O'Hare, you got to hop mm-hmm. on that little thing. And he's right, you got to take the train to get to the plane. Feed Chris Rodriguez that rock. Liam Cohen. I'm just so excited for Saturday. Have you seen the weather? Oh, my God. Hey, just walk outside right now, folks. I know it's wet, but, man. It's not
3: 85 and humid as all get out. It's breezy. I feel good oh, I
1: mean for Caterda. And
2: I know when Caterda going to be good, too. Currently, a high of 78. <gasps> Low of 64. Have mercy. That's like a late September. That's that's what you cross your fingers for in, in late September. Let alone what will should be the hottest game of the season, especially it being noon. Which a lot of people are saying, I just don't want to bake out there in the sun. Mm-hmm. You won't be baking now.
1: Nope, no you, baking. You'll just, just be sauces.
2: watching the cats dominate. I'm pumped about it. I'm checking the weather right now to see if it's changed. It's even gotten a degree cooler with the high. High 77. It's going. It's like going to be a Keeneland Saturday. Keeneland won't be open,
1: unfortunately.
2: Too bad Railbird didn't get that weather. (laughs) Did you hear that they had like big water issues and stuff?
1: Oh yeah, my friends. I had one who's like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad," but he's just like, you know, up for whatever. Everybody else was just miserable. That stinks. Makes me really not mad that I didn't go.
2: Yes. Yeah, No, that's correct. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. All right, hour one done. We're going to come back for hour two, do a daily double here, and we've got uh, a text line. Keep them coming, 502-414-1450. You text them in. We'll read them on air. And we'll be right back. This is TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on Kentucky Roll
0: Call. If I was working at the club, you would not pay. Ayo, my man Fife Diggy, he got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and a Haitian. Mm. Name is Fife Dork from the Zulu Nation. Told you in the jam that we could get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H town.
3: You got VPD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I ball. A greedy little something on the New
0: York. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
1: Welcome back for hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
1: With Walker and Rosh We're just
0: getting started, bro. <laughs>
2: Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, no. Roush, we are officially halfway done with radio for this week. What? Yep, halfway done. Five hours done, five hours to go.
1: And then football. And then
2: it's football. And Friday show is going to be a blast. We'll we'll be all revved up, you know that. Vroom, vroom. We got a lot to get to here, an hour two, including a jam packed text line 502-414. 1450, and when we get to that Saturday, Roush, wouldn't it be nice to show up to your tailgate with a little salsaritas?
1: You'd be the hero of the tailgate. Tailgate hero greater than jukebox hero, <laughs> because tailgate heroes have the coldest beers and the tastiest food, and nothing's tastier than salsaritas. got that spicy salsa, a little bit of everything to make your day. Whether it's the salsa, the guacamole, the queso. All of it is deliciously different at Salsa Reed is because they have those thin, crispy chips with that seasoning on it. I mean, it's just, it's so addicting, Terry. So addicting.
2: And it's, uh, it's addicting, but it's also addicting work environment. People love working there, except they had a lot of people go off to college, Roush. They need more employees. So if you know anybody in high school or that maybe came into town for college or stayed in town. For college, looking for a little side job, part-time, full-time, whatever it may be. They are looking for employees, and you can call 502-356-9468 for more information there. Salsarita's two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthew's. Middletown has a drive through You will not be disappointed with your lunch, with your to-go I'd get so with fat. Catering.
3: Get so fat as a Salsarita's employee. I just I just do feel like chips I'd eat all day chips all, all day. day
2: all day. But I bet uh I bet a, I bet work would go by pretty quickly there. Sure. And you'd just be munching on chips all day, which wouldn't be which wouldn't be too bad. Hey, Nick Roush.
1: Hey, TJ Walker.
2: Mitch Barnhart is a hypocrite, coward, ass.
1: Well, he uh no
2: alcohol that that came down the the. The horn he, yesterday. He, he didn't tell us. Of course, he
1: didn't. He and Mark Hill, the deputy athletics director, speak. Who sadly said that no, you've got to be in the suites to buy alcohol this year. And I'm going to use his exact quote here, Sorry.
2: just as a reminder: Kentucky will be serving alcohol at the Krogue as they've been doing for decades. Just not to people that aren't willing to pay thousands of dollars for season tickets. What if
3: somebody... Thousands, I mean, tens of thousands. Of what dollars. if somebody in the suites buys you one and hands it to you and you take it
1: elsewhere? Huh, but you're going to Field jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, our discussions have not involved that, that heavily with that topic at this point in time. A.K.A. they haven't even talked about it. And the sad part is about all this, Terry, I know that we keep beating our heads against a wall... But, like, I talked to somebody who's pretty close to Mitch. or I wouldn't say pretty close. But I, I talked to somebody who knows Mitch well this summer and was like, he doesn't believe Mitch will ever do it. And I, that's where I'm at. I don't think Mitch Barnhart will ever let an, a drop of alcohol be sold to the plebeians at Kroger Field while under his watch.
2: Yeah, it's just embarrassing. And, you know, when I talked about some of those media members people I hadn't heard from in a while and, and different folks and whatnot – they everybody everybody is on the same page that, like, Mitch has checked out. Totally checked out. Just the nil stuff is just, like, not his college athletics, you know. People, he he does get grief about the alcohol stuff all the time. He hears about it. That's uh,
1: He's just kind of, like, over it. He's been getting grief about the checkerboard stuff. Like, he gets grief about a lot of things. He's just like, eh, I don't care.
2: Supposedly, he's just over it. People in the athletic department, he's not as active and just – but he – I, Will, he, he's he got no plans of stepping down.
1: I just don't know why he doesn't go and take his job in the, with the NCAA. Because that's what he wants, right? You would think. But I don't. I don't know, I don't.
2: that's when, like, the Mark Emmert did that extension. I was like, oh, no.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that could have been. LSU well, made been. $2.25 million in revenue in its first full season of alcohol sales at Tiger Stadium.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just stupid.
1: Now they did say that they because uh, I know you had your infrastructure scoop about them putting in the draft taps and Th- all that. that.
2: That was that was a couple years ago that that they did that.
1: Well, they said that it will be ready for the spring concerts.
2: Okay. Well, they I think they have a lot of them. If they don't have all of them, right? But right, right, right. maybe they don't have all of them, or maybe with the, when the pandemic came around, it, it stopped doing it. They stopped installing them in different areas or whatnot. But we'll
1: say though, it was wise of Mitch to let Mark Hill do the talking because he's much more personable than yeah, like, but getting her, it's, still, he's a, like, oh, it's that's still a good question. It's still, Nick, a stu-
2: it's still a stupid message. Yeah,
1: yeah. The uh, UK is one of four SEC schools that only sells alcohol and sweets. The other three are Georgia, Alabama, and Auburn.
2: I mean it's embarrassing for those schools too. It's equally embarrassing for those schools as well. Like that's dumb. But that,
3: they have great programs, so maybe Kentucky's on the right track.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't think that's causation there, buddy.
2: LSU's been pretty good. Yeah. They're the drums Al- fan base. Alabama in and
3: Georgia? That was the other two?
1: Yep. Yeah. I think Kentucky's on the right track. The thing is though, is like it's a uh, it's like a cultural thing. And I know we still had dry counties, but like You know, moonshine, isn't that kind of Kentucky's thing? Bourbon? Isn't that kind of our thing? (laughs) It really is It was the Woodford Reserve sweets that you couldn't buy alcohol outside of the Woodford Reserve Suites. Need we we need a lawyer I'm not kidding
2: about this. Like we need a lawyer to step up and just say it's class discrimination. Because how is it not? Rich enough to drink, you're good. Not rich enough to drink, shucks. We can't trust you animals.
3: You think it's because uh, the, seriously,
2: it's ridiculous.
3: You think it's because the people in the suite are away from the public eye, so if they get a little too drunk and cause a scene, nobody really notices. Whereas if they were in the actual stands and that same situation occurred, it could put a black eye on the program or the alcohol sales in general.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, that's obviously kind of what it is. Yeah. He thinks he just thinks that there would be like brawls and the average fan wouldn't be able to. handle themselves and would there be altercations yes but guess what folks
1: there already are
2: there already is because people have to now binge drink or sneak in bourbon that just gets them knocked off their ass instead of being able to sip on a few beers during the game i um it's i don't care if you wouldn't ever have a drink i don't care if you plan on having eight of them it's unfair to let some people do something like that and others not i just based on their ticket price
1: now, the pandemic year obviously threw a wrench into things, but I know that initially in 2019 at Neyland Stadium, their alcohol inci- alcohol incidents went down. Like their alcohol-related yeah. altercations, whatever you want to call them, but where they had to use security in an alcohol-related incident, they went down once they started selling alcohol. So, huh, weird how that works. Man, I... uh
2: it's it is just ridiculous it's wild and doesn't seem like Mitch Barnhart's even having fun with his job anymore and no doubt that he's probably a good fella and certainly sticks to his guns mm-hmm. done, he's done a lot of good for the University of Kentucky and the University of Kentucky Athletic Department but if he's not into it then he needs to let somebody. Yeah, somebody interested
1: in. to hear his uh, conversation with uh, Max Boss today.
2: Also, how hilarious that that it's like, like oh. I've been complaining that he hasn't talked to anybody in a while, and not only does he not do a press conference, he just he's gonna go on with. And that was another thing about the belly rub from Deputy Doofus is that U of L is much more structured to throw a bone to people that are nice to them.
1: Yeah. And especially under
2: George. George built a pyramid that way.
1: Kentucky is the opposite.
2: Kentucky really is. They've crushed UK's out-of-conference basketball schedule, more so than it deserves to be crushed, mind you. That was way over the top. And
1: and then Mitch comes in and, like, the next day. The next day, day, Mitch is on there to talk
2: about it. Yeah. We need to have somebody send audio of KRC to Mitch. I don't think he knows about us
1: because <laughs> we've been crushing him forever.
2: Like We've been crushing him for months. And again, not to say that he's probably not a, uh, a, I know that he's a good guy. He's a great guy. This is in the context of not human beings but as athletic directors. And I and hope it's people like can differentiate that stuff.
1: The recent actions, too. Is, well, what have you done for me lately business?
2: And it is just, it is just hypocritical. Yeah. It's so, and it's it's, uh and you're missing out on revenue is another thing. It's like the dinguses in Kentucky that don't want gambling as well. It's just like it's here, folks. Mitch, I'm gonna be sneaking in beers on Saturday. They they, I will have them on my person.
1: Yep.
2: Why don't you? And nobody's off this? going to enforce why, why, it. Why? Yeah,
1: nobody is. No, at all. It's an unspoken. Nobody cares. Yeah.
2: And if they, even if they said something, they'd let me finish it right there in front of their face. They would. <laughs> yeah. And then what a what a what an atmosphere of promoting of just you know chugging beers in front of your blue coats.
1: I, I will say there is one thing significant that we need to share with our fans who plan on going to the game. You're not going to have tickets in your hands. You're going to have tickets on your cell phone. Tickets are mobile. Figure that out before you go.
2: Yeah, and one thing, a little tip, uh, a little secret that I learned several years ago: take screenshots of them. Of your tickets. You'll have them on your phone. Take screenshots of them because you don't know what the service situation is going to be. Yeah. If you need to upload them. You can
1: put them on your mobile wallet, like your like yeah, a you boarding that pass. That's, yeah. that's a good way that's to go about it. That's easier way to do it. And the- then I'd
2: also maybe share them with people because you never know if a phone dies, somebody loses a phone. You just just better to plan to be prepared. Wait, what is it? Fail to plan. Plan to Play fail. Plan to fail.
1: Yeah, yeah. But just do that ahead of time. The same thing is going to apply to parking pass as well. But I did hear if you really want the physical tickets, you can call the ticket office and say you don't have a smartphone and they will give you a as if that's just a me. hard copy ticket parking pass type deal. Oh man. So something to think about. Suck it, Mitch. Oh, hey, TJ, did you know you're invited to join Coach Terry Powden for lunch today as he previews Kentucky, the season opener against Kentucky? I did not know that. Yeah. $10, all-you-can-eat lunch buffet at the Catfish Cabin on Louisville Avenue. Wow. I think y'all figured out lunch plans. It's <laughs> just in Monroe, Louisiana, a little bit farther away.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to make it. <laughs>
1: oh. Warhawk Wednesday. It's a real shame. Real... Real shame.
2: All right, let's get to this text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. What do we got?
1: Well, up first we have. Doo, 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 doo.
2: We're all searching and praying for a big bone Adam Adam Bona. Yep, the recruit. Oh, by the way, seems like did you see Kyle Tucker's tweet. Like everybody, Kentucky's just getting everybody. Yep. We did it. Shade and Sharp, which I guess is supposedly going to happen soon. People like where UK's at with Case and Wallace. If they get if they get sharp, Wallace, and lively, that's the best Cal has ever done. Period. Better than 10, better than 14, better than eleven. Talking about those recruiting classes, so just think about the recurring. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I that if you get those three, good night. Forty and 0, print the shirts. We did it. Yes.
1: Yeah. We did it. Getting the shirts ready. Texture says, pod listener here, hope you'll play the defi- Deputy Doofus audio. Oh, we did. He, says, yeah, he,
2: this was, I think, what tipped me off to it.
1: No clue how Ennis puts up with him. Uh, here's the thing, too. When your whole shtick is like, <laughs> I'm just going to go and like on these long rants and like be this wild, bloviating character, man, when you miss, just... Whew, big whiff. Man, you...
2: You're right, and... uh Big miss for him. He'll have to live with that forever. Uh, you know he scrubbed Louisville man from the internet. I know. That's
1: what I mean. I was surprised you could find it because I can't. There,
2: there's you. You can. You can still find it. It is tough. Really tough. But what a uh, what a clown. Yeah. And he's a blocker. He blocks people. Oh, loser.
0: A little thin skinned. Mm.
2: Uh, by the way, UK. Minus seven and a half first quarter versus Louisiana Monroe
0: 100. We get the juice. Is this on DraftKings? Oh, it's on it, DraftKings. It and guess yesterday. what? We're in Indiana, baby.
2: Oh, yeah. We can hey, bet it because Kentucky Ooh. is goofy. Woo! Wow. The first quarter over is 13. Just two touchdowns, two, two Will Levis scores. Sweet. Oh, my goodness gracious. The oh, money line's minus 850.
1: That's actually the one I'd probably be like. You,
3: you all aren't worried at all about a slow start offensively in the
1: first quarter? No, and the thing is, too, Justin, they run this up-tempo stuff, so it just takes one bad play, and they're three and out in like a minute. No,
3: I mean, I, I agree seven and a half seems like a good deal, as does the over 13, but I don't know, first game of the season, could have a slow start.
2: Nah. that That would worry me a little bit.
1: Nope, not one bit. Fair enough. Not one bit over here.
2: Yeah, not in the slightest over here, buddy. (laughs) New offense, ready to rock and roll at the Krogue. UK's definitely never, ever, ever started slow against a bad team, Roush.
1: Never. Ever. Ever. Uh, You know who's not going to be starting this fall? Who's that? Cam Newton. Oh, man. Which, by the way, the COVID takes from this are just, woo. You
3: know he got cut ninety minutes after Bill Belichick was interviewed and told told reporters that Cam was moving in the right direction. Well yeah. Cut also, ninety minutes later.
2: Really dumb. I'm seeing the I saw where the NFL is gonna make vaccinated people get tested each week. So dumb.
1: Huh. Yeah, that does sound so, pretty so, dumb. Such so a
2: waste of time. The people that aren't vaccinated have to do it every day, which is also ridiculous, but whatever. Um but yeah, the ones wild. who said
1: like, hey, he got he he got cut because he wasn't vaccinated. Okay, maybe it played a small part in it, but the bigger part is he just wasn't very good last year. Urban
3: Myers is actually getting investigated by the NFLPA for a similar comment during his cuts yesterday. He told him that vaccination status absolutely played a role in whether a player got cut or not. Hmm. He said he said the protocols that go into seems like unvaccinated that, players it seems like that'd be a lawsuit. Yeah, so that could get. That can get ugly.
2: Hey, do U of L study. We've talked a lot about U of L today. Mask mandates don't work. As if we didn't know that. Now, it wasn't mask, Ralph, so don't get so worked up. They just said mask mandates. They didn't study mask. Those don't work either. <laughs> All right, let's keep going with the oh, text. Oh, line. oh,
1: perfect timing. Here we go again. MAGA, TJ and socialist Ralph <laughs> battling out on the airways. <laughs>
2: the texter says, start. Oh, yeah, they're just letting me know uh, about the, the, the deputy doofus. Says you're a goat, a sheep who needs to get shaved up. That's nice that he called you the goat. He it was very nice. He was clearly just looking at my Twitter picture and just was looking for something to make fun of me for my appearance, which there's plenty to go off of. But he just went with get shaved up.
1: No. He also used goat as like how old nope, people say goat. The
2: greatest of all time. Yep.
3: That's how I took it.
2: Texter says, if you oh, it just keeps going with that. If you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You get embarrassed on the radio. Yep, somebody did. <laughs> somebody got embarrassed on the radio for sure. No doubt about it. Somebody said, well done on the tweet. Thanks. Idea for giving away tickets to UK game. Use Terry Wilson's New Mexico State game on Thursday. Closest score wins. Must be must pick the winner. Possible tiebreaker, how many total yards Terry has, pass and rush. Not bad. See, I'd rather just do the pass and rush one because I don't True. care about New Mexico at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good. But point. I do
2: care about my boy Terry. So that's that's a good idea. Roush wants to bring in his intern to he the intern has some ideas for. Us, so we're going to give him away. I think tomorrow, actually, not today. Mm-hmm. But folks, it's going to be beautiful if weather. Bad, if These bad ideas
1: be, we can come up with the new we can go with the New Mexico that again. will be our fail safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a good fail safe. I like that.
2: I would. Also suggest you wanting to get these tickets. One, they're good seats. You won't be able to have alcohol, unfortunately. They're not that good, but weather is going to be perfect. Even if you don't like football, you just get to sit in beautiful, beautiful Kentucky weather. Texer says, "TJ, the cat walker, you hypocrite, coward, ass."
1: The the cat walker was pretty funny because, like, have you ever seen somebody trying to walk their cat? It never works. I, 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 it does work. Yeah, but I've seen people of, do it. I, you just look like a total goober but though. Like they, most cats are just like, dude, what are you doing? Get off of me.
2: Well, yeah, cats just seem overall pretty miserable <laughs> pets. But of course, neither here nor there. Uh, Texter says, Twitter sees the kindness of T.J. Walker, the sports talker, and they they sent uh, Big Blue Drew did a poll. Big Blue Drew just randomly did a poll on a few different topics between me and Deputy Doofus. One was most likely to help an elderly lady with her groceries. <laughs> I'm currently up 94%. percent you got five hours left to vote. <laughs> you're, you're at 94%. I'm at 94%. <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: The,
2: uh, and uh, I would. I would definitely help an elderly lady with her groceries. I'd like to think maybe Deputy Doofus would as well. Uh, who would win a game of Madden? I'm 94% on that one over that one. Uh, that one I, I think I would probably beat him. Better Cook, they have me at 89%. That one may be generous, folks. To be to be totally blunt. I could see the deputy doofus being a better chef than me. I'm not a great cook, unfortunately. Really? I mean, I just normally my wife's just so good that I don't really get a lot of practice at cooking. That's a
1: great way to frame it.
2: I'm very lucky that she's such a good cook. But that's just kind of the cold hard truth. I can I can cook fine, but not I'm not great at it. Johnson Central game Friday versus Bishop Sycamore is now canceled. Yeah, that was obviously going to happen. Mm -hmm. You weren't going to have a high school team play a
1: bunch of Juco dropouts. That story is, like, weirdly entertaining,
2: sad. There's a lot with that story.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Apparently the coach got fired, though. Yeah, which is who who fired him. Yeah, like, they don't, on whom's authority?
2: Ohio's doing an investigation.
1: Did you see that? Good.
2: They should look into that. Good. Texter says good morning who's your little dingus have a great show UK pass dude lfG Saturday seriously can't get here fast enough you all having a tailgate this week I'll be ha- I'll be having the green lot jump in all fall seriously can't wait oh, maybe I'll need to stop out of the green lot one of these days yeah I what hmm the games I'll be at, I will be outside of gate three. So anybody, anytime, feel free to stop by, say hello. Don't feel like you got to stay. As a matter of fact, you know.
3: Prefer you didn't. Pass. No, I don't <laughs> prefer
2: that they didn't. But uh, it probably won't be like ever at one time you show up and it's a bunch of KRC listeners. Maybe that will happen for one of the big games or something mm-hmm. like that. But mostly it's gonna be me and kind of my crew, all very friendly, very yep. nice. We'll have food, we'll have beer. Feel free to pop by if you like, say hello, and I'd love to see everybody. If you want to play any sort of game, I I would be I would be open to it depending on the situation and depending mostly on how you present yourself.
1: Yeah, the um it's pretty fun. It's in and out. I'm sure Luckett will be there. Luckett should be there. Yeah, we're kind of in and out.
2: Luckett's now just not going to, although I don't think he ever really drank all that much at the games, but now he's got to be, well, he's been for several years, but big old journalist.
1: Uh, Big J. Big J. Oh, we've got this. Will he
2: cover the Clemson games when they're in town playing Louisville? Once Uh, every two years?
1: Could be. I know he might have to do some Clemson stuff Saturday night. I know that.
2: Texture says, U of L sheriff is the Bishop Sycamore of U of L Talk Radio. Suck it, Blankensmaker.
1: <laughs> I love uh, Justin's little giggle.
2: This text was meant for the Mike Rutherford show, but audio difficulties is what the Kentucky fan loves about y'all the most. If Trevor can't get the audio right, then
1: nobody can, which that's, is, which is a- opposite
2: right. from true. But we love it all the same.
1: Uh oh, folks. If you want to play the 31 and a half. SP plus doesn't like it. But they do give Kentucky S P plus loves Louisville and hates Kentucky. Two percent chance to win. Calling for a forty to fifteen Kentucky win.
3: Also picks Louisville to cover. So
1: uh, I saw that
2: too. Bill Conley loves Scott and his tots.
1: hmm Mostly the tots. Mostly. Could really go for some Tater tots.
2: Texter says, so Roush has us beating both Florida and LSU at home, but losing to Tennessee, major head-scratcher there. Yep. Doesn't make
1: any sense.
2: We we gave him a good old beating for it in, College in football hour never number does. one.
1: Never does. Um, let's see. What yeah, this? made sense for – it makes sense from time to time. Yeah. Time to time. Oh, man, people really are not going to like my picks. <laughs> Please make Roush explain his UK football schedule picks, please. A Tennessee pick makes absolutely no sense to me. Of course it doesn't. It doesn't need to. Also, TJ, let's hear your predictions game by game if you haven't already done so. Thanks, guys. And go cats. Well, you heard them in the first hour. Go back and check it out on the KRC podcast. Kentucky Roll Call. Anywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, iHeart. It's there. In there. Like swimwear. Another texture says... So this is my second text in one night, and I'm completely upset and baffled by the horrendous Tennessee over the Cats picked by Roush. The Dirty Vols are coming to Commonwealth with the first-year head coach after losing double-digit players to the transfer portal. Roush decided to go on record and pick them over the Cats. Roush being a dummy and researching UFOs are the types of things that keep me up at night. A huge suck it to Roush, and I will gladly take that suck it texter.
2: It's just silly. Bad pick. That's going to be a fun game too when Kentucky beats Tennessee. Oh, and boy, wait. we're really going to get it, stick it to you the next day. Oh, I'll gladly take it. All right, let's take a break here. And let's go uh we'll come back. We'll keep on with the text messages into the show 502-414-1450. And then uh, I've got a few other things written down yeah, that I'd like I do to too. UK basketball. They did a little clip. That was fun to see for a, a a brief moment. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio.
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hand over the turtles now. I can see me
2: but you for all my life. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. You need to tune up your golf game. You only got about two more months, maybe three if we're lucky, left in the season. Finish strong. Go get... A few lessons from Bobby Cook himself at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy off exit four in southern Indiana. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more. All right. It's been a fun show, Roush.
1: It has been a fun show. But I do feel like we got to get to a few more things. We do? Mm-hmm. Did you hear, uh, did, you, did you see what happened yesterday in the latest with the six football players?
2: I, I heard the interview on your ex-boss's show.
1: So, first with that, um, man, The uh, I don't really care so much that Vito Tizel took a polygraph test. What I did find interesting was that they had like a list of 20 potential suspects. They subpoenaed phone records for 12 and then charged six. Sounds like they were really just spraying the board here and seeing what we could. Stick which seems how is that allowed? Yeah, that seems suspect to yeah, say does. the least. So that was fishy. And then, to so so that was kind of us finally hearing at least a little bit of the player side of the story. Um, they're claiming that like Vito's claiming I never had a gun, and Jatom McClain is claiming I never even left the car. Which, if he if that's true and there's no proof that he ever left the car, then how like why does he even be in charge? That seems silly. And then uh, to add to that, uh, Andrew Phillips' father, Carlos Phillips, released the letter that was sent by the University Code of Conduct Committee that exonerated his son from any wrongdoing yesterday. Uh, And it essentially said, hey, we have found uh, no—I mean, I can get in the nitty-gritty here. It's hard to read, though. But it was essentially that he walked in as the party was br- as the fight was breaking up. People said they saw him, but they were unwilling to confirm that he actually physically got in a fight with anybody. Therefore, he has been exonerated. So, so what? So what else? So what changed? And, and the the part that baffles me too is like if these guys were coming back, Phillips would have been coming back with most of the people there, right? So I would assume that it's a fairly similar scenario for yeah. most of the football players. Yeah, what changed? And like if something – like it would need to be something really Suspiciously convincing. Especially so close to the season. It would have to be something like this is going to stick no matter what. And if it doesn't, then it's a load of malarkey. Yeah.
2: I I, I think it's cool that there's a GoFundMe. I you know, hope it's all legitimate and
1: whatnot. They said whatever doesn't – they don't use the spin for an attorney He's going to go to Chris Oates' GoFundMe.
2: And I like that. And, I, you know, again, I just hope that it's actually going to go to all the right places. You hear the horror stories of some of those that don't. But no reason, I guess, in this situation to think that it's not. But I, was, I thought there was going to be something bigger and juicier than a polygraph test. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And the reason why is you can't use them in court. And is there truth to it that like, well, look, somebody would only do that if they want to clear their name. Yes. But do you think that info would get out there had he failed said polygraph test? No. Do you think they'd be like, well, he did take a polygraph test, but it unfortunately did not pass. So uh, yeah, that's, that was, you wouldn't have heard about it. You wouldn't have heard about it, period. And what if he, what if he took two of them, failed them, and then took one passed? Hi, he passed. Let's tell him about that one. Not tell him about the other two. So it doesn't mean anything to me. Personally, if you put stock into them, that's fine. You're allowed to do that if you want. Uh, they wouldn't be used in court, of course, but I, the whole thing just seems like it was a drunken college night. We've all had them. Now, it's just escalated to if, if there was a way unnecessary to, level. If there was a way to prove that women were hit, guns were shown, then go ahead and do it, and let's get to the bottom of it. If not... This is really, it seems unfair to the kids, but you just want the truth to come out and, and go from there and you want it to happen quickly. These kids don't get forever to play college football. Yep. And and it, you can forfeit our right to play college football if you do dumb things, but let's see if they did dumb things or not. Because what we have right now, Roush, is the university saying they did not, or at least a couple of them did not.
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, Question for you. Did you see the late news last night? from our friends at Racing Louisville.
2: Yeah, that was wild. Uh, it's been a bad bad couple of years to be a soccer coach in the city of Louisville, but they sent Christy Holly packing. This was like the last thing I read last night before I went to bed.
1: I mean, this supposedly is a
2: there's plan. a visa there's a visa scam where there was this like company or this school or this corporation or something and they said we're bringing in these 100 foreigners, these people outside of the country and they're Scouts, they're going to be scouts for us. They're going to scout for different teams. They're going to scout for this team and they're working, so we're going to give them working visas. But the way I read it is that, like, a good chunk of them just didn't, it was just a way to get them over into America. And that's like
1: the cause, that's the for cause, big time. Yeah,
2: that's a big, you know, that's like, oh, I, I don't even know what kind of punishment you'd be facing there. I think he had. I don't think he was the main person involved, but I think he was part of like this okay. corporation so that's the inside or this something.
1: Scoop. Gotcha, gotcha. Well,
2: no, that's that was from the report that I read last night. I don't know who wrote it. Um, or there was a link. There, there's a big like you can let me see if I if what if this Google
1: works? Because all that I think, like um, like they just said that they fired him for cause. Now with WDRB, they say. Two sources close to the team complain about a toxic environment. Oh wow! The Ledge was fostered by the coach, as well as other potential improprieties. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just won. I mean, they just beat the Bayern. You know, Munich. Yeah, they've they've struggled for the most.
2: Uh, they've their offense is horrible. So, uh, Massachusetts soccer exec used visa scam to bring. Yeah, it's from. Uh, Well, this is from the Daily Beast, but I think it's in other places too. Massachusetts Youth Soccer Director agreed to plead guilty Friday to fraud charges in a scheme to illegally obtain employee visas for children's coaches by claiming they'd be working as scouts for coaches for professional teams, including Syracuse, blah, 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 a bunch of these teams. And I guess what I had read is that people were saying that somehow he had a role in that. If that ends up being completely untrue, I totally apologize. But the Toxics environment, I had not heard that. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, that's. But a uh, new coach for the women's team in Louisville. So uh, best of luck to him moving forward. Texer says, Morning, fellas. Oh, wait, no, I don't know where we are. Skipped one. You will respect Deputy Doofus's authority. <laughs> oh, you okay, buddy?
1: A little choked up there.
2: Texter says, Morning, fellas. I was thinking after old Roush dropped the win prediction, I feel like going eight and four is like asking your girl. Okay,
1: obviously, I can't. I mean, like, really? You
2: think we could do that? Come on, buddy. Like, it's still good, but kind of a letdown at the same time. I'm definitely not going to be upset at eight and four, but I personally feel like this team is better than that. Hope you all have a good Wednesday, even for that good for nothing Walker. Yeah, I, uh, your personal comparison. No, I don't totally agree with it. I would be dis- i would be slightly disappointed with eight and four, but it's no no record is created equally. Ralph. so it have right. to depend. Did Kentucky get hosed in a game? Was there a late second field goal? And who did Kentucky beat and who did they lose to? That's that would what would matter for me. But four losses—that's pretty much losing to the three teams that are more talented to you than dropping one that's not, and that should not be the way that it should work. Kentucky should grab a few against teams that are more talented. And ideally, in a perfect world, you don't drop any of them.
1: Yeah. So, birds up.
2: Texter says TJ has TJ the the sheet talker has me hyped this morning. <laughs> eleven and one. I I I don't think Daryl Bird is a loon for his predictions. You can look at that schedule, and if you think Kentucky takes care of business at home, then they should go eleven and one. Because you should win in Starkville as much as everybody at KSR thinks it's the frickin' man In that tough environment in Starkville,
1: Mississippi. They play bad down there. Prove me wrong, Kentucky. They've lost to some good Mississippi State teams down there. They've lost to some bad ones, too. The one with Garrett Schrader as their quarterback. And granted, that was the first week of the uh, Sawyer-Smith-is-injured experiment. but yeah. This, but that, that's also a thing you have to talk about in these all of these predictions. Like things go wrong during this totally. Season. People get hurt totally. It's and then and then what will end up happening is people will look back at
2: predictions and but not add the They're like, well, no doy if this happened. Blah blah
1: blah. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: if everybody Point is, stays we healthy, we are never going to be wrong. <laughs> The old Kentucky teams would've won the first four games on this year's schedule, lose the next four. There's no way this year's team does that. There's no way this team this year's team doesn't go six and two or seven and one. It's gonna be a great year. Ten and two. I think ten and two is is certainly feasible. Yeah. It that'd, certainly be a lot, yeah. Gosh, that'd be a lot of fun. Texter says, just found out I got four tickets in Mitch's favorite section for the game on Saturday. Ooh. I'm very pumped. See boys out there. I know, I know who texted this in. Do you have extra tickets?
1: I've heard, too, like... Uh, I had a friend sit in the fun sections, uh, and he didn't know how to handle having alcohol there the whole time and overserved himself. It was kind of like the time that I was in an all-you-can-drink section at Churchill Downs for Breeders' Cup, and I did not know how to handle... I did not know how to behave responsibly.
2: Oh, now you're making Mitch Barnhart's point for him.
1: <laughs> no, but that's because... That wouldn't be the case if he didn't limit it alcohol if it was just there all the time. When you limit it and then you all of a sudden have it, then you want to drink more of it. It's just so it's the forbidden fruit.
2: If you just like break it down almost like sentence by sentence. Drinking for six hours outside of this building, yeah. I will pass you the bong. Coming in this building, which way are you going? You go into the rich seats? Keep on drinking. Keep on drinking. Oh, you went right. You're uh, poor. You're poor. No, no, You're no, poor. No. Ah, you gotta wait till after the game where you can still stay in the tailgating lot and just drink for until your heart's content. Gosh, just
1: biscuits officially it's steamed. So dumb. So dumb.
2: Texture says just. Oh, uh, John here. Hey, John. Good crazy morning to okay, we're going eleven and one this season, so the haters can all suck it. That. that a boy John. Hey, that crazy guy that was running his mouth this morning, just frickin' zip it. You were talking to my friend all wrong, and I don't take kindly to that. I <laughs> like a little Joe Turk quote. You sound like a baby that has just learned how to talk and cry at the same time. TJ's a pretty stand-up dude, and I never really heard him berate anybody on the air like you just did. So you know, so just know your role and shut your darn mouth. We'll got to go talk to you later. John's standing up for me. I greatly appreciate that.
3: One of John's better text ever.
2: A little fire in John's belly in that one. Yeah. I, I like that. I'd stand up for you too, John. Texter says, TJ, your beef with Deputy Doofus has me ROFL yesterday. The zooming in on the scores had me dead. God, that guy's such a dork. Keep up the good work, goat. Hey, thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, I was cracking up at that as well, but I don't know how other people my humor doesn't always translate with other folks, but I also forgot about Deputy Doofus. It, it's actually Deputy Doofy yeah. on but It fits well. Yeah. I don't I, well. I'll maybe talk to you about that off the air. But I'm glad people enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm assuming the Lodge level is Mitch's favorite section. No poor people, alcohol, but more importantly, no poor people. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> do we still do that drum before the game? Big blue drum?
1: Man, great question. I think I, we did. I do. saw it. I, think I we saw do. it. So, yeah, I, yeah. Guess, I guess we do. The big blue drum,
2: KRC. How bad is Tennessee going to look Thursday? And think we all get to watch and enjoy it together as a fan base. Also, what's the game plan Saturday? Open everything up and pump Cohen and the offense up, or traditional Stoops play close to the chest first game offense. I think they're going to start out hot and then they're going to just rain it back. Yeah. Give Missouri a little something to worry about and right. then just leave it at that. You've
1: got to give them stuff to scout. You've got to give them different looks, different formations, just to. And like... you want to
2: kind of you want to throw them off on a few things as well, and some of that may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, If you, if they, if Missouri sees you taking a few big shots, that could be a good thing because, all right, good, we're just going to beat you around the corner and get 15 yards, you'll miss one tackle, boom, we're gone if you're going to play off of us a little bit. I do think they're going to want to show that we can go over the top now. This ain't your this ain't your two-year-old's Kentucky football
1: anymore. Well, and, and to your point, too, you, you want to get their sniff off the trail if you can, or you want to set up stuff that you can run against Missouri – Maybe show some false tendencies, the whole nine yards. So, and like part of it is you need to test your team somewhat. Like your players have been beating up on themselves for so long. This is their reward, is beating up on somebody else. So you've been dangling that carrot for a while. Now go, let let him chew on it a little bit. Just be up
2: by more than seven at the end of the first quarter. Seven and a half.
1: Well, by more than seven would be. Specifically okay. Again,
2: half. be up by more than
1: seven. They could be up seven and a half. Push. Uh, I don't think like not
2: <laughs> Robert says hashtag fire Mitch Barnhart. Also, what was the name of the study proving that alcohol didn't cause more issues at stadiums? It, it was from study, a. It was, it was from just... a few years ago. It was just they did. The prior five years of incidents inside the stadium, which are always, well, not always reported, but, you know, the big ones are, obviously, and versus the season that they didn't do it. So it wasn't like some RCT or anything like that. It was just uh, taking what had happened in years prior. Maybe it was just a more tame year. I I don't know. But the point is, I don't think there would be drastically more altercations one way or another. Talking about people that just need to shave it off. Have you guys watched the Mark Stoops press conference? Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good text, and the, well, and the thing is, I shouldn't be the one that laughs so hard at that one.
1: Well, we can though, because you know we
2: okay. There. Don't uh, we are not the same. Nope, we're, we're we not are in the, the same. same boat, I don't Terry. I don't want to hear same it with you exact boat. Mark Stoops is the in between between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: really is like the Bosley, like. Yeah. It, uh, there's I'm the before Stoops is the middle you're the and then after I'm, but needs more work done
2: yeah and then I, <laughs> I'm in the in between with like Duke you know Dugan's on the other it's like there's this hair scale right
1: the spectrum uh, yeah there's the hair spectrum
2: Dugan sure. got
3: his hair cut by the way
2: I know looking sharp yeah crazy I liked it though I liked the bad boy look though. I did not whoa wow I
3: told him that tell us I told, really I, told I told him I said congrats you don't look like a hobo anymore
2: whoa <laughs> it's not PC PC. <laughs> Texture says it's football time in the Bluegrass. Well, eh, eh,
1: 40, 72 more hours.
2: Man, the good news is we've got football tomorrow. Good slate. We talked about that last week. Remember, Ohio State, Minnesota. Justin said Justin. Terrible I think game. have a bet on that. Don't what? we? I thought we did.
3: Uh, no. I don't recall that.
2: Thought you were like, oh, Oh, blah, you blah, blah, blah. oh, you wanted
3: me to give you 45 and a half or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah, you ended up not doing it? <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> I did think that we had, we just bet the spread and skipped the juice. But uh, if you're scared, that's fine. I'll look into it. What, uh, then, what was it we'll again? Like 13 and a half or something like that or 10? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I'll have my people call your people. Okay. Texter says TC from Lexington here, boys. Slater on Twitter kind of implying living. Livingston to UK hard to see us getting him if we add sharp and Wallace
1: yeah I agree with that yeah also Slater implied that Jalen Durham was going to Miami for a long time now I'm not just saying that like he, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't know what he's talking about but like he doesn't
2: seem to ever, anybody ever really like gets on him for being wrong they just like will when he's right they're like aha the emojis we knew it how fun yeah. but and yeah I don't really care about it but that's a good point about Jalen Jalen Duran, Yeah, I, uh... I think he said that Memphis was last when he was going through all that stuff. Maybe he changes tune closer. I don't follow Right,
1: you. right, right. But, like, Livingston does strike me as somebody that isn't the, uh... We're beating the door down to get, and if he's still around in a few weeks, you know, down the road, then yes. Kind of deal. A little on the fringe there.
0: Yeah. That's but, true.
1: uh, you know, there's still a long time to go. That's why, uh... It was funny. I was having a conversation with uh, Derek Terry before the Monday press conference. He's like, Yeah, I didn't saw some people that were griping about basketball recruiting and then I looked it up and I think Kentucky's in shape to get eight of the top thirteen guys. Like they're like in the mix there. They're in the mix for a lot of players. And it's just you it takes some time to shake things out. I think as of today though, Shaden Sharp, Casey Wallace, top two, most likely to end up joining Ooh. the fold.
2: You get, you get those. That's along with Sky Clark. Like, at that point, it's like Sky Clark. Take your time, buddy. If you need a little bit more time to heal up, I don't think he will at that Mm -hmm. point. But if you need more time to heal up, you need more a little more time to develop. At that point, maybe you look at uh, Sky as a potentially a multi year guy. I guess it's not off the table. That'd be awesome. Texter says, trying to decide on a fantasy football name. I've narrowed it down to hypocritical coward or I report for belly rubs. They say I stand for TJ. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Great names, either one. I think uh, you'd maybe need to, you know, maybe need to throw the ass in at the end of the hypocritical yeah.
1: coward. How many teams are going to be Bishop Sycamore this year? So many. So yeah. and they won't play another game. Fantasy football, you dig Oh, dingus. Sorry.
2: I went with sloppy sticks.
3: <laughs> That's your team name?
2: Yeah. You know the reference. You haven't seen I Think You Should Leave? Yeah. Uh, wait. Season two? Yeah, but what? What's Where he's he doing? like, he, he wants to hold, oh gosh, he wants to hold the baby and the baby starts crying. And he's like, well, I was a total jerk. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not anymore, but I was.
1: And then people get like.
2: Sloppy steaks at Giovanni's. <laughs> white pants, white couch. And then
1: they They'd just- say
2: no sloppy steaks, but they can't stop you from ordering water. <laughs> Netflix show I think you should leave. It's just little skit comedy. It's the very, skits like five and minute skits. It can be and, very
1: infantile.
2: Oh yeah. It's it's uh some of the humor is is really dumb, but some of it's clever humor, but it is really, really funny. Yeah. Highly recommend I think you should leave. And if you don't like one skit, just you know, wait till the next one. There's also not good language in some of the skits. So maybe Most don't of the don't, ha- don't have your kiddos Especially watching. Especially
1: the haunted house one.
2: The, the, hot, the hot dog car one's just a great one. Oh, the haunted house one.
1: That one's. Just I didn't awkward. love it the
2: first time. Went back, rewatched it. But, Loved it. Yeah, yeah. And then Dan Flashes. Dan Flashes is the, the, the guy. They have like, a shirt that's $2,000. This is such bad radio for people that haven't seen the show. And I'll say hand I, up.
1: It's all on me. I apologize. Well, uh, the callback, the Dan Flashes callback's even better, too. Because, <laughs> like, you don't know where it's going. And then all of a sudden, you're just like.
2: Again, apologies if you haven't seen the show. But you should watch it. The, they're, even the, the episodes are only like 16 minutes. There'll be like three skits in an episode. It's just good, clean family fun. But again, not for the family.
1: Thoughts of uh, ULM not releasing an updated depth chart? What in the Sam Hill? I mean, it's just stupid. Like, no, Kentucky doesn't need your depth chart or your roster, but your fans might want to know the players on your team. They got over 20 or 30 transfers in, and they're just not on the roster. Just so didn't put them on.
2: Hmm, that seems weird. U and Ole Miss had some gamesmanship with their depth charts, because like with it being on a Monday, they weren't sure when to release them, so both were kind of just like waiting to to see. Who who cares about depth charts for Pete's sake? And uh, ULM not releasing a depth chart, cool. I think we'll be okay.
1: Just be up by more than seven at the end of the first quarter. That, but that's the part that's just so dumb about it. It's like Terry Bowden, who the hell are you? Nah, he's it's, had stuff going on. I know, that's but like, there's plenty of people to figure out a depth chart. They are I do starting, agree. Just they are starting Richrod's kid. He did say that. Rhett Rodriguez, who at what position? Quarterback. quarterback? Yeah. Who the hell is he? He was at Arizona with his dad, and then his dad got fired for sexual harassment, misconduct, allegation investigation. He stuck around. He actually played eight games for Kevin Sumlin back in I want to say 2018. Has played two games since. Hmm. So, eighteen. Yeah. But how, how old is this? He's grad either? transfer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty nine year old. Uh, but they also have two other quarterbacks, and Bowden said they might play as well.
2: He's thrown three touchdown passes in his career, four interceptions.
1: His only start, they lost to UCLA, and I think he had. Two touchdowns, two picks in that game.
2: Okay, go Cats. I think we got the. I yep. think we should win that one.
1: TJ, Nick, Justin, you picked the three first offensive plays of the year. So you want us each to pick three or in you that order pick, pick the three? The first offensive play of the year that Kentucky runs. What do you think it's going to be, Scooser?
3: First play is going to be a halfback counter. Second play is no, going to no, no, be no, just the first We're one, just you just, three. No, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, halfback oh, yeah. counter
2: misread the text and then your explanation. <laughs> That's my answer
1: play action bomb. What will I just let it rip?
2: I say you do a play that you feel good about. Maybe with a little misdirection that just it could even be like a little jet pitch to Wandale that you know so is, is going to be able.
1: That's going to be the make your call. That's my call. Jet so is that coming? Oh, okay. Is that
3: coming after a completion on no, the bomb? First play, or first goodness play gracious Justin. Justin?
1: Okay. My God, we just need one play. The oh first my God. play of the game, to okay. Kentucky
2: run. I see it. I read it.
1: There's something <laughs> about
2: being a producer in this town, Jesus, that brain cells just die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Justin, why don't you join us for lunch today, buddy? Can't do it, guys. Can we have lunch at your work? Sure. Do you have a restaurant?
3: Um, I could cook you some things up. So no. Not not better options than what you got, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: so we're going to go eat Hot Pockets at the... Uh, don't breakfast.
3: have Hot Pockets, but I can fix you a mean pizza.
2: Roush, why don't we end the show with you showing us your bird and when we get out of here. Something optimistic for the kids.
1: I'm very excited for lunch today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you should be too, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great lunch. We'll be back oh,
1: tomorrow. One, one funny thing. Uh, my wife and her volleyball league, they call a girl they play against Salsarita. It's not her name. Her name is close, but they just call her Salsarita. So shout out to Salsarita.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, uh, unless, you know, it's like offensive or something, in which case not so good. Uh, a texter says. She's good. So it's a compliment. First play of the game will be a touchdown play. Yeah.
1: Run the touchdown play, Liam Cohen. That's
2: the right answer. All right, everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Football, week one, tomorrow.